Koshny finds the back of the net. Oh, he's giving a little back to the Dundee fans there. Dundee absolutely incensed. Peter Pollard. Well, there did not look to be any contact whatsoever. Lewis Koshny putting Dundee into a 2-1 lead. Time is up. And Kilmarnock have won the 2012 Scottish Communities League Cup. Red card in the end was for Lewis Toshney who's gone. It's number 10! It's double figures, but... So when you were first signed by Celtic, who were you at before that? Were you at like a boys club, a local boys club? Local boys club. I started off with a team called D Club. Actually not a team in Dundee now, it was like a Sunday boys team. It was literally just through a friend of mine, I was only seven year old or something, and he said, do you want to come and play with my dad's team? Uh, Colin Gracie's name was, and I just went, played there for, I think maybe two years, and then I think my dad was like, like maybe he's too good for that level, do you know what I mean? So he kind of just moved us up to a year above myself. So I played under Lovins a year earlier, um, and then went to Celtic Boys, and again, started training, started playing with Celtic Boys a year above myself, got picked up from Celtic, it was like a Dundee centre and they picked you up and that was basically you trained on a Tuesday, a Thursday and a Saturday for however long it took until mm. the, the guy that took the coach, uh, the coach, his name was Sean Smith, until he thought you were ready. When he thought you were ready, he would send you to Celtic for a trial game. Okay. And that's that's kind of, kind of how it worked. Is that still on the go? No. No, well, he passed away. For, Sean was, when he was coaching me, he was like 75, 80 or something. Oh, right. He was like an old man, but it was incredible, he was still like chipping balls to you and you were chipping at him and he's touching that, it was incredible. Uh, like an unbelievable guy, yeah. But is it the whole setup's not on the go anymore, no? No, no, uh, I literally, when he passed away, like I actually looked into it. When I finished football, I looked into it, I contacted Chris McCart and I had you for set like I asked, is there anything that we could do? Obviously, mm. he knew all about the training centre in Dundee. Yeah. So he said, loads of local players that I could go around picking the best players kind of thing and I could coach them and when I think they're ready, kind of what Sean did, send yeah. them in. Do you know what I mean? But it is, so, it's quite a good enough idea though, because like, there's loads of guys, and I noticed you were doing a bit of work when you were downfield with Dundee West. Yeah, yeah. You'll yeah, see yeah. loads of young lads yeah. at some point. Maybe they just start developing, mm -hmm. maybe they go down the wrong road. Yeah. But there's loads of guys in places like Dundee and that that could go on there's to be special loads, players and that. There's loads of talent in, in Dundee. It's just getting the right coach. I've started my own academy as well. Okay. So I've got young kids from five year old right to 14 mm. coming in and doing one to ones and doing group sessions and stuff like that. So Again, I'm seeing that, I can see the talent. I, there's guys that I'm coaching and trying to get like, call it bad habits or like, guys that are, in North End now have got bad habits that they've developed from when they were six, seven, eight, do you know what I mean? They've still got them yeah. because they're not a coach to, to coach it out. And the whole do you know what I mean? Yeah. So now, I'm trying to get it over to the young boys at a good age, get good habits into them so they can take it all the way through the kid. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like that and I'm doing stuff that I was doing it maybe 15, 14 by a six year old. Hmm. And it's maybe more advanced, but if they can pick that up, then what a chance of them. And even if it only takes them a couple of years, then exactly. they're still getting a head start on that. They're still year, getting so. a massive start. The coaching, and there's loads of coaches. Sean Dillon, a good mate of mine, he does it. Stevie Campbell, uh, you've got the Goal Academy. There's loads of academies there that, yeah. that all coach, hopefully, the right thing. So, yeah, I'm enjoying that side of things as well. Yeah. And when you made your debut for Celtic at Pataudry, um, I noticed that you hadn't played any other games that season. Was it quite frustrating that you just got one out in, or was it that enough of a buzz to kind of keep you going for? So basically, what happened was it's a, it's a crazy story about that. I never ever trained with the first team, or was never like in and around the first team. It was always like just the youth team. So we played on the, it would have been the Sunday, 
Um, we had a game against Dundee, I remember, and I got put off at half time. Mm. I was thinking to myself, that's unheard of. We were like four or five nil up, cruising in the league game like an opponent game, but we're flying out. Got put off. So I was kind of like, why have I been put off? Come one, one done. So after the game, came in Stevie Frail was my manager, Tommy McIntyre, had a wee chat with all the young boys, uh, all the guys, sorry, and Neil Lennon came in, the first team manager at the time, so he was like, oh, well done guys, good victory, and that, uh, kind of have a loose toss, then James Keaton, who was the other one, who got brought off. So uh, we got brought off, and obviously he says, listen, you're doing well, you're travelling with the first team tomorrow, you know, Paul Lennon's town, 10 o'clock, we'll travel up to Aberdeen, we'll stay overnight and stuff. That was the first time I've ever been around the first team or anything like that, so I was buzzing for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right, like, I got a taste of it, obviously, I made my debut that, that night at Pataudry, um, and I got a taste for that, and I was training from then on, I trained with the first team every day. Um, leading up, I was going away to all these different places, I went to Udinese in the Europa League, mm-hmm. I was on the bench there, uh, I went to Atletico Madrid, I was, on, uh, I was actually in the squad, I wasn't, um, I wasn't on the bench. Right, like loads of other places, just like in and around the squad on the bench, I never ever played again. Um, but you're right, I got a taste for that, and it was just like a one yeah. while. So I asked the gaffer to go on my loan, and that was when I went to Kilmarnock for. I never played probably that season, that was probably the season after, was it? Or, or did I make. I think I went to Kilmarnock maybe the, the season I turned my debut, I don't actually know, but it was January to the end of the season, and I played, I played every game for Kelly. I noticed that, uh, yeah, because when I looked and seen that you made the bench for Euthanasia and that, obviously. Yeah. Not involved in 90 minutes of that, but yeah. getting that European experience, yeah. like how much did that? I was incredible. Going away. The fact that you were away at, with the squad and that, it must have been. It was a surreal, surreal experience that I've always said, through the youth, we always went away to places. We went to Qatar three times with a Celtic youth team, went to Belgium, Holland, Italy, like all these tournaments. It was every year, maybe sometimes twice a year now. Mm-hmm. So you're going to all these places and you're playing against the elite, you're playing against Real Madrid, Liverpool, etc. Yeah. But when it comes to like going away with the first team, it, not enough, like obviously not playing any minutes and that, but you're training the night before on this in the stadium, yeah. like uh, Udinese, it was just an incredible experience. And, yeah. and going through everything that they go through, seeing it all, being involved in it was brilliant. Yeah, you can just be out of the country and that. And exactly, just be holiday. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the players that were in the squad at the time, mm-hmm. like, like Freddie Lundberg and that. Yeah. You know, these sort yeah, of players. Yeah. yeah. Guys like Joe Ledley kind of played in the European yeah. Championship, stuff like that. Yeah. But one of the names that always came up, and I always uh, laughed at when they signed a boy called Mark Rosas, yeah. he was dubbed as like this next Xavi yeah, and Iniesta yeah, type yeah. thing. Yeah. He obviously didn't turn out that way, but yeah. did you see anything like that in him that could have been. Just because he came from Barcelona, I think the only. Came from Barca youth team, came over and said, like, oh, this is the next best thing. It's just papers. Just that, that's basically what it was. And he was a good player, don't get us wrong. I wouldn't take it away from him, but he was never that quality. He was never going to break into that to that Celtic first team at that time as well. Because you had guys like, as you mentioned, Joe Ledley, Wanyama, mm. uh, even Michael McGregor couldn't get anywhere near it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like that's, um, I can't remember who else, Keyson Young, he would have been the centre mid. There was loads of quality. Bruni, obviously. There was no way Krosas was going to get in that, in that team. I did, I did think like it was one of those things that always came out. I always remember him being like he should be the next yeah, sort of, yeah. and I did wonder. But yeah. um, that was one of the things I, I thought we mentioned was when you had your eventually got your loan spell at Kelly. Yeah. And that season you were playing probably for the first time more regular senior football, <laughs> but you also got your call up for Scotland. Yeah. yeah. How was that? How exciting was that? Uh, I, I went through the, the Scotland youth set, so I think I played under 17s Scotland. I played under 19s for the Scotland, and then obviously the 21s. Like a captain in Scotland, 21s and that. We went to Portugal and Ricky Spadesia was the, was the manager there and he made his captain and just going about, you go obviously to, 
it was just a friendly match against Portugal. We went over there for five days, we trained over there. And I'm a skipper, so I'm kind of making sure everybody's all right and stuff like that. It was an unbelievable experience. Again, I was performing injuries and that, and I was flying. And I was playing for Kilmarnock, as you say. Um, they made it to the, well, they actually won the cup to be Celtic in the final, yeah. which I couldn't be involved in. Uh, so, so, again, if it was anybody else, I would have played in the cup final and hopefully we'd have a, a League Cup medal, do you know what I mean? Winner's medal, but I couldn't play, and it was just a, I was going back to Celtic the next season because I had two years on my contract, and it was just so weird. Mm. Um, to be a part of that, but for the boys at Kelly, like I was buzzing for them. Like I played every game in the league, missed the cup uh, final, and then played the last last two or three games, which was a very I think we finished actually top six. Like it was a good good team. But yeah, yeah, it was excellent play for Scotland. But like representing your country, I know it wasn't the first team at the, the top, but under twenty one is the second best. You know what I mean? Some of those names, I looked at the Italy team. Like Marco Verratti was playing. A Mobley scored. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Insigne in that. To be fair. Everybody asks us who's the best player to play with. I played against, sorry, I was very. Like, I only played, I, I came on that game, like, I was, the one you're talking about, it's, I was at Easter Road. But yeah, Verratti, I honestly watched him and then he came on and played 15 or something, 20 minutes. But Verratti never came to the centre circle. Just get her, spraying passes about. Uh, so, so good. So you can tell that age he was. Unbelievable, unbelievable. He would have been probably about 18, 19. Uh, Florenzi as well, he played. And Mobley, like, some of these players are playing Champions League. Crazy. And they were even that good then? Oh, unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable team. Like, Italy were probably the best. We played Portugal, were good as well. Mm. I don't know who played for, for the Portuguese team, but they beat us 3 2. Um, but we were cheered over there. Like, we were 2 0 cruising. The next thing, referee started giving penalties for nothing. And, like, again, we had a good team. We Fraser 5, he was playing. Uh, Dylan McGeoch, Ryan Jack, Stuart Armstrong. Like, guys like that. We had a very, very good, strong team. Very good team. Very good team. What are, did you play with Islam Farouz? Yes, he's so, called that day. Did he there was a lot of buzz about him. The, he was, well, he grew up Celtic. He was a few years, I think he was like three years younger than me, but he grew up in the Celtic Youth Academy as well. Mm. He always used to train with us. But the thing that let Islam down was just that attitude. And, yeah. and uh, I think Tommy Burns had a big impact on Islam as well. So when he passed away, I think Islam must have just done those kind of things. Uh, he had all the ability in the world to be. Honestly, I've seen, I've seen him do things like he'd be like, wow, who is this guy? Who is uh, this kid? And then other times. You give him the ball and he's falling out and he's just, he just can't be asked, you know what I mean? That, that was what you got him. Yeah. Um, but if you had that like, attitude, he would have went right to the top. I was at Chelsea, you know what I mean? The potential was there, all, right? potential, all the potential in the world, but just the attitude kind of let him After your spell at Kelly, you joined Dundee, Dundee. for a year alone there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I noticed that a Celtic player joined Dundee who had replaced Rangers in the SPL, so yeah. got quite a good sort of headline to sell. Barry Smith was the manager uh, at the time at Dundee, and obviously when Rangers went down and Dundee got up, and I think he, he managed, I think he had like two or three weeks to, to the season started, and he said, Marcel and Colin Nish, um, probably two guys that you wanted probably a bit more to add to the, a championship squad because that's what. Yeah. So we found it tough, like we found that season tough. Um, but again, it was brilliant for me. Like I still had a year on the contract to sell like after it. So I was just I had no fear, I just wanted to play in SPL at the highest level in Scotland. And I played I think I played maybe 25, 30 games. Yeah. Um, all over the place really. I played right back, centre midfield, centre half as well for Dundee. So I was getting experience and that's kind of what I treated it like. I had no fear, I was you know, it was maybe 19, 20 at the time. Um, and I absolutely loved playing for Dundee. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. But that was that season, like you said, if you guys had come up kinda like a default sort of promotion, yeah. 
was there kind of warning signs at the start of the season you think this could yeah this well, could well be again it was a championship team at the, in January I think Barry Smith left I don't know if it was in January or just after but he left John Brown came in and um, Bobo Maris I think were brought in Gary Harkins came in I remember him coming in in, in January back because he was obviously at Dundee before so he was he's probably an SPL player John mm-hmm. he had a little bit in the world um, brought in a few players but we just fell short but when John Brown came in, we actually picked up a few good results. I think we won like three in a row. And we thought, here, we can get out this year. And then the game we got relegated was against Aberdeen. I gave away a penalty, which was never a penalty. Okay. Peter Paul had dived, and he got too much ban after him. There's literally footage of me. I'm running in. I think it was, we were one up at a time. And if we drew, we were down. It was like, obviously, the, the split. Yeah. Um, and I think there was three games to go. So for one, we were still in my shell for two games. Next thing I've ran over to the ball, pulled out the tackle, nowhere near it, Peter Paul, two feet, boom, right down, two hands, he gave a penalty and he scored, and then again scored. Um, Did you get beat or set off of that? Never got put, no, nothing like no. that. Um, but after the game, we were obviously going absolutely crazy at the, yeah. at the ref. I've seen the footage, he's apologised, and Peter Paul got too much ban for Far nowadays. Far would have just says no, he's not even touched on. He would have got booked for diving, Johnny. Uh, how did it feel like obviously first taste like relegation? That did it kind of were you still in kind of high spirits because you were playing so regularly, mm. or does it take quite a second? No, no, it was hard. It was hard because I'm from Dundee. Yeah, I was literally whenever I would go with my mates or I would be walking through the town or something, I would always get like the odd fucking loose toss, you know, useless. Or, I've, I've had it all my life anyway, but. Like I took it hard because it was like I've got friends that are Dundee fans and I would get texts and phone calls all the time about And me, obviously, being here in the centre, like I, I took it hard. I never just thought, oh, I'm away, I'm away back to Glasgow, I'm away back to Selling. Mm. I cannot be those kind of things. I'm not like that. Um, so I did take that hard because I really, really enjoyed the loan at Dundee. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was a great experience. It was a great experience playing week in, week out for an SPL team. And obviously winning games and losing games, you're getting all the experience that you need to make yourself. It was only 29 yeah. year old, do you know what I mean? So it was good. Have there been any injury troubles by that point? No. None, none Honestly, by that point? like, my injuries, I think at, at 16 I had an operation to say like on my ankle, mm. um, which was a straightforward operation, it was like three month out. That was it, that's all I had. My knee was fine, nothing, nothing bothered us at all. Yeah. It was the, after the Dundee spell, we went back to say like, my first day of pre-season, I remember it like this day, uh, Neil Lennon brought us in and he says, you're coming away pre-season with us, we're going to Austria, um, you've got a chance of fighting for the first team spot, uh, right back, I says, right, perfect. First day of pre-season, went to do a jump test, landed, just as I landed, I felt like a little nip on my knee, I thought, what's that, don't know what it was, um, went to the physio, says, there's something over here, I felt a wee nip, went for a scan, there was basically a little bit of, there's a below your, your kneecap, it's called a fat pad, it was a little bit hanging off. He says, literally, just a straightforward operation, we'll go in, take that off, out, you'll be out for three weeks, four weeks, tops. I says, right, perfect, let's just do it. Went and got it, uh, I would say probably two weeks after the operation, I went on the bike, got off the bike, I remember, and my knee was like a balloon. It was just like that, like huge. I was like, that can't be right. Uh, went to the physio, he was like, no, no, let's go see the first team physio, went to see him. He was like, never seen anything like it, we'll go see the guy who did the op. And it was just a, a big circle for 17 months, just going around and seeing specialists there, specialists there, specialists mm-hmm. there. Down London, me and the first team physio went down London, seeing another specialist that deals with all the Chelsea players, saying, oh, he'll sort you Nobody had a clue. Nobody, and still to this day, they don't know why. Do you think it was the first? 
they've done it it must be like I can't, I can't like obviously throw anybody under the bus and say it was your fault yeah. because I'm obviously out of it I'm, but as soon as I had that first operation it's been just I've just had the manager ever since Aye. but I was the worst at Celtic and it was the worst at United like I just came right back at United as well when I, yeah. like I managed to manage I was on tablets 10 tablets every Friday I was knackered like absolutely snookered from Friday to Sunday because these tablets I had to take yeah. like it just knocked your immune system in the vein it was just like to thin your blood to try and get the blood flow going through it and that's what they thought it was but just yeah. like the end of it it was crazy, crazy. So that pre-season after that was I kind of it was Celtic that was me out yeah so I had another year so my first day pre-season that was me out for it. the whole season it was done Ronnie Daly came in mm. and he always used to call me an angel guy oh there's the angel guy because I just used to walk about and be like who's this guy oh he's been injured for a year do you know what I mean right. but certainly gave me another I think they gave us another three four month on the contract just to keep on paying us just so I could try and get myself fit yeah. and then when I was fit and when I was ready I could then go to another claim I was there for eight years or something nine years actually it would have been ten I love it until 21 I left yeah so ten years like through the youth so they looked after us to be fair um, but yeah like I mean, that was me first to say, like, after that. that yeah. And how, when you were, like, released from Celtic, was it a deal at the time? Did he yeah. kind of come and talk to you about it, or was it more like he a did, no, 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 I never really had any dealings with it. I was kind of just all the best kind of thing. Yeah, that was it. I never, I never really dealt with him. It was like Chris McCarr and stuff like that. But my agent and that had teams lined up, kind of. They were like, is he fit? Is he there? Yeah. I had to go and prove that I was fit to these teams. So I went to... Hearts and Hibs, mm. and they both wanted to sign us, but never put a contract on the table. Yeah. So they were saying, no, we definitely want to sign you, you don't sign anywhere, this is that, this is that. But then when it came to it, it was a transfer deadline day, Ross County put someone on the table, says if we don't get you, then we'll just go and get somebody else kind of and they put a contract on the table, and I was just like, do you know what, I'll sign for Ross County. Yeah. Um, so I went up there with Jim McIntyre, and that was my next club after that. They were in the Premier, I think, yeah? Yeah, Aye. again in the SPL. Um, I think the first, because it was out for that 17 month, right, from playing there to there. See, when I went to Ross County, the first, I remember that the first two, three games, I was flying. I thought, fuck me, I've never been out. Yeah. Honestly, absolutely flying. And then suddenly, I just hot And like the fitness came and the, the touch and everything just went boom. I remember playing Aberdeen one night for Ross County. And Johnny Hayes absolutely had a field day. He must have got back in hell. Who's this guy? He was just <laughs> knocking it and running. I just couldn't move it. I just felt my legs. I was just like, nah, there's someone no like it. Yeah. And I just couldn't get going. Um, after that, I think the first three, four games was flying. And then after that, I just said no. And then I had my wee one. Um, so I asked to get back down the road in January. And I signed for Covered Beef yeah. uh, with Jim Nickel. Um, phoned us, I had him at Kilmarnock, he was assistant to Kenny Shields mm. so I knew him and he was just like, come and play games, that's what you need yeah. uh, I was in the championship, so when I'd done that again, Rangers were in that, Hearts I think, Cubs were all like, that season, big league that would have to be the hardest championship oh, season ever been there and then Kilmarnock, ah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. it was hard, it was tough, but again I was playing every week, and yeah. it was just to get minutes and get back and so I remember when there was the 10 nothing against Hearts but I when I looked it up, yeah. is that why it was ten? Is that why it's ten? That's how it was ten. Nothing. I remember standing in the shower thinking, "What is going on out there?" <laughs> oh, it was crazy. Uh, it was crazy. But yeah, that's that's how we got bit ten. But that was just for game time, and that just to keep breathing. I just needed play. I just needed to get games under my belt. I was in and out the team at Ross County near the end because I was I wasn't ready for the SPL. If I'm being honest, yeah. I wasn't. I was for that Sunday month. 
and I felt as if like I was I just couldn't get back to where I was. Mm. I was managing this. I was like sometimes on the train, sometimes on the train. It was just horrendous, yeah. horrendous really. So I had to get back down the road. I had to be one that. So I got back down, lived in Dundee, travelled to come to be playing part time, which was perfect. Yeah. But I didn't want to stay part time. Obviously, I just wanted to get the games. And then after that season finished, um, obviously got relegated again. That was two on my CV. Um, Ray McKinnon. That was when Ray McKinnon came in. Yeah. Gave us a couple and says, "Would you come in every four hours? Took over there. See how you are. See how your fitness is." I went in, and to be fair, best thing I've done. Like yeah. I was, I was back actually feeling because I went to come and be for the got the games. I was managing this, but Ray McKinnon was he was able to manage. He was good at managing. He was like, "No, don't train the day. Aye. Train here." Do you know what I mean? And it was perfect for us. Yeah. I couldn't train every day. I literally from that operation, I couldn't train Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. You, you felt that yourself, you were kind of advised to... I could, I could, that could, would not have... Yeah. On a Saturday, I wouldn't be able to to function. Because yeah. my knee would be... Like, I would get to... I couldn't even bend it. Like, it was literally still fluid. Like, there's still loads of fluid. Like, yeah. still in it to this day. But then, it was like... If I was to train every day on AstroTurf as well, I'd be, I'd be way up. Do you know what I mean? So, was Wraith, were they full-time? Full-time, yeah, yeah. Full-time. So, it was back full-time, back in the championship. But you were just sort of... And I was managing it, so I never trained every day. I was trained like, maybe I would train a Tuesday because that was the hard day. I'd be off a Wednesday, I'd train probably Thursday, Friday, I'd miss a Monday, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just stuff like that after the game. But I would play, I was playing every week. Me and Kyle Benedictus, we were the, the little bit of Rafe Rovers, we were the last team in Britain to concede a home goal. I think we went five gun sheets in a row. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm set a half and Kai in the goal. Jason Thompson was right back and Rory McEwen. We had honestly some team. That was a good thing because I was looking at it. You even got like second, like Craig Whiten and yeah. Louis Vaughan and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good really inside. Really Ian Davidson was there. Matt Dapper was there, eh? Ryan Hardy, who's at Plymouth. Aidan Connolly. Uh, John Daly came in. We had honestly we had a brilliant That's team. That's a good because you, ah, you got the playoffs, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we finished fourth. We got the playoffs. We played Hibs. We beat them in the first game 1 0 at Starks. And we thought, We've got them here. We have, um, but we're the better team by a mile. Yeah. At Starks, and then we got to Easter Road, and the first ten minutes were two 0 down, and it just kind of it's like the occasion got her. They were flying. Aye. See, after that, once we actually calmed down, we had some good chances, and we should have actually got back in the game. Um, but no, Hibs Hibs ended up beating with two two one in the aggregate. We went out that part because that season, like it must have obviously managing what you were doing, yeah. you must have been working because it was the most games you played in the season, exactly. the exactly. most goals you scored in the season. I got in the team the year as well, that year. Aye. I got, it was, a, it was basically all Rangers players and myself. I got managers play the year, I got players play the year, the supporters play the year, I was um, at Ray Flower, so it was flying, like Aye. honestly it was. I genuinely felt like I was back. Yeah. Um, but it was just a case of managing that, do you know what I mean? And then obviously Dun United, Ray McKinnon got moved to Dun United, boys there, and then I was just injury after injury mm. again. It just I started off well, started off flying. He played his right back, which I don't know how many meetings I had with him and just said, please play centre half. Because right. I was playing centre half at Rafe and centre mid holding the field, and that was where I was more comfortable. I felt as if like the right back kind of the young gangly legs are running up and down when I was at Celtic. I was yeah. able to do it. See, because the injury and stuff like that, no training, even at Ross County, I was playing right back. I got found up. Yeah. Well, that's my honest opinion. I was. I was wasted at their kind of, I was sentiment, uh, sentiment field holding or centre half and I was able to block that. Especially with the way football is now, you do need uh, the full backs yeah, nowadays. Yeah, you've got so. to be athletic and stuff like that. I was when I was younger, trust me, I was bleak tests and stuff, I was, but see as I got older, I just, that totally went for yeah. us. There's a lot um, of right backs, full backs now who 
they're not even no. brilliant at defending. Exactly. But they're moving forward, and that's football's become that yeah, now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, you're right. Um, so again, like I had me and after me and please, I had played for United once, and it was like a pre-season friendly. I sent it off. Uh, just would not put as it. He wanted as it right back. And again, the impact, the running and stuff. My name was knackered, and I think of the first season I was in a lot of the team I was playing, and then I was injured, I was playing, and just couldn't get fit. He knew the training yeah. was like he could have just done the exact same, but it was the games, it was the, maybe the right back I was getting up and doing, it was doing too much. Yeah. And from then, I had two operations at United trying to get this right, like seven holes in the knee, clear everything out just to try and get it back, but yeah. that was the worst, that was the worst thing. Did I was ready to chuck it then. Aye, yeah, exactly. I, was, I went to Arbroath, I, I remember Craigie Reynolds was the physio um, at the time at United and I remember him saying to, I remember me saying to him, no I'm going up alone, I feel fine. Mm. He was like, Tosh, you've no trained, you've no played, you can't just go to it, no, no, I'm fine. I spoke to Bobby Lynn, my mate, I spoke to Dick Campbell, the one is in. Went in, stupidly, I should have listened to a physio, went in, I was just eager to get back and get back playing. Played against Aloha away. And I'm no joking, literally, I would say in 10 minutes, I looked at my knee and I had a big lump coming through my knee, like just a pocket of fluid. Aye. And I was just like, it's happened again. And I remember I just, I couldn't have come off, I couldn't have bring myself to come off, so I played to 45. And I says to the camera, I need to come off. He was like, I thought you did. He said, yeah. and I says, look at this. He was like, Jesus. And that was it, that was me out for another year or something, yeah. another year out, trying to get this right again. And then that was when I ended up. Charles Laszlo, I think it was, or Robbie Nielsen, I can't remember who it was, who came in. Um, and then I went on to Brigham. Yeah. And started to play and just get games again and just manage my knee. But it was never right. It was never. Nah. When you went to our growth, if it was too soon and you knew it was too soon, or if it was inevitable that it was going to happen again yeah, anyway? It was too soon. I got told from the United Physios, don't yeah. go. Don't just stay. Get yourself out. Make sure you're right. But I just pushed it. I was just choking to get back. And I was like, no, that's my attitude to to management, it's my attitude to football. I just want to do the best and yeah. like be there and, and be a part of it, do you know what I mean? Aye. And I just, I shouldn't have, I was injured that last. I should have just stayed there, do you know what I mean? But Aye. I just kind of sucked <laughs> So when, when you were at United, did Ray keep with the same sort of training of you can train yeah. times a week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye. But I wasn't in the training, that was the problem. It was just the games and my knee was that bad. I just had to step away. I just step away from it and be injured and just get it right, just be in the gym. Because you'd, you'd just start one game at Arbroath, but then you kind of got a little string going together at Brecon. Yeah. You'd played a few games played, for us. And I played about what, five or six or something, yeah. Again, an enjoyable time at Brecon. I loved it under Barry Smith. Um, but I just, again, I just wasn't right. Aye. I just wasn't right. I knew deep down, like, after the end of the season, I needed to get some games in. Because mm. that was basically three years at Dunn United. Played, what, 20 games? Aye. So any team looking at me would be like, no chance, like full-time team kind of thing because yeah. I've only knew full-time like going into it like I never had any standing grades I never had a job I never had anything like that so I was like I need to stay full-time I need a wage do you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I basically day three years I had to be like no I had to go and play so when I break in I played done all right um, but again like being up for that long you're coming in it's, yeah. it's crazy how quick you lose it do you know what I mean and getting it back is so hard Especially yeah. playing at a good level, it was League One as well. I mean, they were playing against some decent teams. Rafe and Rafe were in that league at that time. I think we beat. I think we beat Rafe. It was one of my first games. I looked at it because I, I, I thought it was the year where we didn't beat anybody, wasn't it? it was the, no, that was no, the championship no. season. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you would, did you play against Brecon that year? Can that yes, shocking year? I, would, I probably would have. Aye. I probably would have. Well, we got four points. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, that, that was, was a fun year, like. But no, yeah, it was. 
it was good. Everybody kind of enjoyed it. Like we got out again, didn't we? Aye. Got out again, and then we out again again. <sighs> Crazy. Then there was one year we got away with because COVID. So we did. So you did. That was so nice, like. Did. Yeah. And uh, I so we're still stuck in there, but. <laughs> Crazy. And then, some more time did you not uh, Falkirk? Falkirk. Uh, we were kidding again. Was it again? Was yeah, it? Yeah, he got the Falkirk job, and then actually got Elliot, but stuck with him. And he had to recruit, and he just says to us, "Listen, you've been out again with United. Uh, you've been injured. I know what you could do if you're fit. Are you fit? I need to go and prove." So I went and done a pre-season with him, well getting paid, um, and just fuck, it was like four or five weeks just running and doing that. And to be fair, again, managed that there was a couple of times I'd be like, "I, I shouldn't have trained today. I'll train tomorrow." Yeah. He does. He's fine with that. So I've done that. Um, but I got a contract to Falkirk, but it went through, honestly, the weirdest, uh, still to this day, I still don't know. I think I went, me and my mate, the good mates went on, Michael Tinsler, I think we went like maybe 10 games, 11 games, while playing, like just sitting on the bench. Right. And I'm no joke when I say this, I felt good. Training wise, I felt like I was getting back to where I was. I was flying and training. Even the boys were like, how are you not playing? What have you done? And I'm like, I don't know. I honestly couldn't have put my mind on it. I had a meeting after meeting on Chapman's door. Why am I not playing? And eventually, he ended up getting sacked. The results were terrible. Yeah. And he just kept on. He kept with Gregor Pekanem as the captain and Mark Dunning with the, centre, uh, the two centre-halves. And he just kept on playing him. Yeah. Kept on playing him and he ended up getting sacked. <laughs> Lee Miller and uh, Dave McCracken came in. Right away, he took us in the office. He was like, why have you not been playing? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, it's honestly, I feel fine. I feel good. Yeah. I've been training well. And he says that's basically what I'm hearing from the coaching staff and the goalie coach and the but they kind of just win the play. So anyway, first game, I remember I was on the TV, I think it was Lundlifco Rose in the Scottish Cup. I was right on the team, centre half and played brilliant. I think I played maybe seven, eight games uh, under Cracks and Lee and I was flying again, I was playing well. And then I got a phone call and my contract was up in January, Falkirk wanted to renew it to the end of the season. But I remember was on the phone, John Robertson was like, Do you wanna go up come on, come up here? Yeah. I've seen your boy, what have you watched? exactly what we need um, and I was just like right I'm back I feel feel good Inverness championship let's do it mm. so I went up to Inverness um, and then that was when Covid I played maybe four or five games again flying thought I was like back to where I, where I once was maybe a brief over yeah. and then Covid hurt and then kind of just went right down again I ended up I wasn't in my knee I ripped my, my groin Got basically right. I went into a wrong and passed my groin ripped and I just couldn't get that back right. from then that also Aloha? That was, no, that was a, it was actually, a, it was a pre-season game, the last game before the start of the season, again, the first five minutes against maybe Bucky or somebody like that, um, it was just before the season, honestly it was the, the week before, went to play a pass, I just went, yeah. I was like, oh no, just done that, I'd never done it before, but I knew right away, this is a bad thing. Aye, it was. And then it was kind of just, from then I just couldn't get back fit, Neil McCann came in, I think I signed a two year at this. So the year John Robertson stepped down, Neil McCann came in to take over. And I was getting, I was training well, I was flying, I was like, no, you're starting this week. And I just kept on doing it. I kept, I kept on coming back too soon. Yeah. And, it again, and I was just like, do you know what, I'm done. And he told, he told me to see the door as well, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That was it. That was I had to think if it was a two year deal or not, because I thought it was maybe just till the end of the season, but then COVID hit. Did, did no. they funnel you because. It was a two and a, it was a year and a half. So it was that season to the end. Where I was flying and then COVID hurt, but I still had another year. I left and I think it was January or just before January or something. Yeah. I ended up, they paid us up for an extra three months and I just got back down the road. And then by that time, was it kind of, did you know 
you were probably going to be done playing the yeah, championship. Yeah, I was literally just like, no, that's me. I'm, yeah. I'm not going through any injuries. The injuries at United, obviously at Inverness, I was just like, I'm done here. But then, that was when I went into coaching at Dunfield. Yeah. That was when I started, to, I took over at Dunfield. Um, and basically, we had to build a whole new team with no money, no budget. I couldn't pay any players. All the players were on like, on the public week and stuff like that. So they all just went, I'm away, right. left. So I was sitting, I remember, my good mates that are still there now, that run it, who are on the committee, Davey Beveridge, um, Bullet McElroy, all these guys, they were like, can you do it? I was like, right, I can't, I'll go and build a team. So I managed to sign like 14 guys, right. just with no money. A good squad as well, but I wasn't getting paid. And I never had a job, and right. I was like, right, I'm going to need to get somebody, I'm going to need to source some of it. Yeah. So that was the reason why I thought, you know what, I'm going to try part-time, I've no tried part-time. I was like, I'll try part-time and see how it goes. So I phoned Bobby again. I says, Jack Dick would let me come in and train just before the season starts. See how I am. If I get a contract, I get a contract. If no, then it's fine. So he's like, no problem. So again, I never even trained. He says, there's a game tomorrow. Do you want to come in? I says, perfect. Went and played in that game. Scored. Um, played 45 minutes and done well. Mm. So as it, as it happens, I was getting a job interview and I had to go to Durham. So basically I had to say, like, listen, I'm going to Durham on Sunday. And he says, that's no problem, that's priority, we're only part-time, go to your interview. When you're finished, come back, I want to see a bit more of you. Right. I says, right, perfect. While I was doing the interview in Durham uh, and doing the training, I got a phone call from Gary Naismith. So obviously because I've scored, um, it's obviously alerted a few clubs, black player, yeah. he's, he's at Arbroath. So Gary Naismith, uh, head of the city phone, and was like, how are you, how's the fitness and stuff? So I was like, Charlie, just says, yeah, I'm feeling good. He was like, I want to get you in Edinburgh. I says, well, I'm kind of at our bro, so I want to give that a go. They're in the Championship of League above. There's part-time as well. I do want to try part-time. Yeah. He says, well, Tosh, I want to be honest with you. I'm going to be a step ahead of them and I'll put a contract on the table. I'll trust what you're saying that you're fit and I'll put a contract on the table for you until the end of the season. Right, so. And I was just like, I can't really turn that down. It was a good contract as well. It was a good deal. So I phoned Dick Hammer. I says, listen, Edinburgh being up front, they put someone on the table could you just do that because I'd rather probably be used. Yeah. Um, it's local, it's there and he just says, no, we want to see you a bit more just to pr- prove that you're fit and stuff like that. I says, well, I kind of, my track history, let yeah. me take a chance. No, no. I was just like, I need money coming in, I'm going to go ahead and say, right. I know I respect it. So that was the reason behind going ahead of So did you start working in Durham at the same time then? Or? So I started working, I was in Dundee, I was based in Dundee, yeah. but I started working in the job and I had the part-time uh, right, as well at night. So I was kind of like, right, this is perfect. And that was the first time you'd ever... First time yeah. I had a job. First job, apart from football, but a job in my life, yeah. How was it? Doing the gas and electricity, I loved it. Yeah, loved it. is it? Loved it. Best job, and I, I wish. See if the gas and electricity never buggered up. I would still be doing it now. Yeah. But just first time in probably 34 a year, the gas and electricity place, I just went boom, right through the roof, as you know. And everybody lost their job. Yeah. That was it. That was the reason. Uh, so is it, what you're doing just now then, is it just your academy? I'm now, I'm, now a, I'm now a janitor at school. Oh yeah? Yeah, I'm now a janitor. So there's no Dougie Cameron, the lucky night manager. Oh ah, yeah. He got us in there. There's my other guy that's at East Craigie, a coach, Sean Wilkie. They say, listen, do a janitor. It's easy. You'll do your coaching at night. You've got that during the day. I was like, do you know what? Go for it. Perfect. Get us in. Got an interview. Got a job, obviously. And now I'm doing that. I've been doing it two, three weeks now. Aye. Obviously, I'm off just now because the schools are off and that, but yeah. it's been just learning that and, and like I'm not used to it. The only thing I know is football. Aye. So, realistically, me, myself, I want to build this team to go to the next level. Right? Yeah. Or, or myself and Kev want to go to that next level 100%. Managing and coaching is, 
is what I know. But I need something during the day. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I kinda, this isn't a full time gig job. I mean, so do you feel a buzz about this sort of job as well as? Oh, this is. This, that, yeah. I'm here all the time. I, yeah. I, I was here the day, sorting all this out, making sure the boys are all day. Boys are coming in the night. This is what I love. This yeah. is this going to the next level. Uh, just winning and I'm hoping to go win this league it's simple as that with North End yeah. like they've given me the opportunity and we obviously won the cup last year um, and we want to build on this for next year and, and yeah. going in so it's good I'm, I'm loving it uh, how did you meet Kev was that through because I, I know you hadn't really your career's no, never really never crossed paths cross at all did this they? is crazy right? he was born in the same street he was born I was born in the same street sorry. he went to the same secondary school I seen primary school literally just up St Ninian's um, and we never even crossed paths because he was obviously down in England, Aberdeen and that. We done our B licence together. It was the first time we met. But going in, uh, I remember walking in and seeing the, the grey hair. Uh-huh. It's Kevin Norton. I was in New York from football and that shook his hand. Probably never knew who I was. He was like, "Who's this <laughs> Scuddy?" Um, but anyway, yeah, no, shook his hand and that. And I just says, "You from Dundee?" He was like, "Yeah, I've just came through." I says, "Well, I'm from Dundee. We'll just travel together." Perfect. That was it. So the next day, me and him we travelled. Uh, I was at Orium in Edinburgh. Travel and then we just got that was how we met. We done our B licence together, um, and we just became really close from then. Yeah, yeah. We're seeing the same values of football and stuff. We're in the same group, so we worked on it. And when I seen him coaching, I was like, oh, I like that. And obviously, when he sees me coaching, he's like, oh, I like that too. Yeah, we've come together and it works absolutely perfect. He's more kind of a chilled, laid back kind of guy. I'm more of a hands on. Yeah. All the players text me. All the players like come to me, join me if they need anything. He does not. He just said to me, he's got the easy side. Yeah. But no, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Yeah. So what's your ambitions for this club then? Is it you can? I think you can go into the hang. We can't. We can't. No? So the need to get the SFA license. So when we had an interview, that was what the committee said. We want to get the license. We want yeah. to move up. That's the ambitions for me. I, I'm saying to them, we need to get this done because we want to take this club right up. Suppose that. Um, but if it's no, like I've signed two years, so I want to be here for the next two years, for this year and next season. I'm 100 percent going to be here because. Like I got offered to, I've, I've been offered to go to another club already mm. um, to do a, be as assistant manager to somebody, but I'm not ready for that. No. Like I want to be my own guy. I want to have my own team and, and make the mistakes which I've already made loads anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Already, and that's what I want to do. I want to make the mistakes here. Uh, no, so much a lower level, but no disrespect to the league in that. But it's like there's not a lot of pressure on you. And yeah. If you yeah. have to go to a league two or a league one. You will feel that pressure. You've got the fans, yeah. you've got the, the board, they're on you. Do you know what I mean? With this, there's no pressure on me. It's kind of learn, learn from your mistakes, get the best team possible. And my ambition is to win the league and win the Scottish Cup and win everything that, that yeah. comes near me. It's as simple as that. I've always been like that. Always. That's good. There's that, obviously, with the pyramid playoffs opening up now and then yeah. the, the opportunity for some of them. I think it's only Lockheed have got it. I don't know Lockheed have got it. I think. I think there's people I've got it as well. Yeah. I think, but that's the only two in the league that, that could make the step up to the Heine League yeah. and then the Heine League to the League Two. So again, we want nothing to do. Yeah. That, I would be happy to do it. But again, we just need to realise where we are. We've got a team here. Yeah. Let's go and see what we can do. In this I'm still waiting on Breakin to do it again. I know. I know exactly. <laughs> it's a exactly. Well, we played Breakin pre-season. Oh, did you? Uh, we played on pre-season. Oh, was that I? The RPC. Yeah. Um, Team. I honestly, I've been deadly serious and Andy Kirk probably said the same. We're one nil up where uh, I good three minutes to go and Granny Adam gave gave away a penalty, came running out, smashed somebody, gave away a penalty and then gave he, he tried to switch the play, gave him the ball, scored. 
conceded two goals in the last two minutes. Yeah. No one had left. Two other goals. Good standard now, though. Very good. Very good. Like, you've noticed it in the last, I don't know how many years, five, ten years. It's gotten so much better, eh? It's got better. Nah, good luck with the rest of the season. Nah, it's good. Good. I'm looking forward to it. We're getting a squad together. I think that's 20 players. That's a good squad. Ah, it's good to be happy with that. I've got a couple just to end with a couple right, of quick okay. fire questions. Okay. Just off the top of your head, you've already mentioned the best player you played against. Varai. Varai. Again, I only played to 15 minutes, but he was he never came in the centre circle. Chuck yeah. Walsh was up there as well. What about with best you played with? Um I'd probably say James Forrest or Carl McGregor. Yeah. Carl McGregor. Just grown up and seen them grown up. Like Carl was the as a youth I wouldn't have said that, but see as I've seen him now play again like he's just an absolute top quality player. But Jim Forrest was in, in, an absolute job. And you just get there. Favourite and least favourite away Favourite, I would probably say, see playing at Tynecastle, Brown. Yeah? Uh, do you know what? Apart you know from, what from that 10 0, apart from that 10 0, <laughs> one year for Dundee, I played alone at Dundee and we won 1 0. I've always had a good result. And we played there, I played a youth game and a Scotland game. And I was I actually played brilliant at Tinker, so yeah. that would be my probably favourite. Apart from the 10 0, get set off. It's not ideal though. No, no, it's not. Um, the worst probably Ibrox, but again, I've played at Ibrox three times, won one, lost two. But we won against well, it was with Kelly, but beat them one 0 and it was a full house and it was the best day of my life. It was incredible. Beating them one nine and full house I was rocking. I remember standing listening to some of the best thinking and I'm a big Celtic like, fan I was like, holy shit, what's going on here? It's unreal. But again, we played against them for Rafe Rovers, Rafe against Rangers and five won the people. And I'm no joking. They were unbelievable that day. Yeah. Do you remember the guy that had from was it Anua or Adua or something? Oh, uh, guy was flicking it earlier. Spurs or something? Spurs. Aye. It was a long for Spurs. Yeah. And he never kicked his ass for Rangers like all the time, but that day, Aye. he was incredible. He was a highlight reel, that's all he was. Watch it. I take him out for a, a penalty. I just take his hat, right? He rips them, he rips them, make out something on the, on the right wing, comes inside, and I just wasn't. So he didn't want it to be you next. So. I thought you're not doing that to me. Uh, Ronaldo or Messi? Messi. Has to be, that's an easy uh, If you could have played under any manager, Ever, who would you pick? That's good then. Um, Simeone. Simeone? He's off as a nut, eh? Nutter. He would love all these sliding tackles now. See the sliding tackles and the blocking shots and the defending. That's what I'm about. Ah, he loves for that, yeah. Always Simeone. What would be a football hero growing up? Uh, Larson. Henry Larson? Henry Larson. Uh, any Celtic fans say the same, eh? Hero. Uh, Take <laughs> uh, Who's the most famous person in your contact list? Oh. Other than Dino. Dino, <laughs> you have deleted him. I've got the for this pill, man. Um, famous person, probably say James Forrest. James Forrest. Probably James, yeah. Hadrick or Scotland's got you. Ah, exactly. Uh, would you rather move to Saudi Arabia and play football for 100 million a year or the US for 50? Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Saudi, Saudi Arabia? Ah, I would. Ken, Disneyland, right? Ah, 100 Saudi Arabia, all whole day. Curve me the door. We'll be what we want for a year, I'll be away. Ah, right enough, eh? What would be the highlight of your career? Making my debut for Celtic. Yeah. Playing, making my debut. Came off for Scott Brown. Like, Doesn't get anywhere. Doesn't. I played 15 minutes, but it's 15 minutes. Like, I grew up going to the season ticket. Like, I was a season ticket. My granddad used to go through. Like, I've never ever fought in a million years that I would play. Yeah. Play for them, do you know what I mean? And then suddenly you're, you're there, you're in the youth setup. Every year you would go through, like, a process. 
you would go into Barrowfield, you would get told if you didn't sign or not. I can remember sitting in the cars thing, not knowing if you didn't kept or not. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And to, to then go through, get a professional contract, then go through and then you're playing for Celtic, it's incredible. Ah, that moment's worth it. Eh? So, everything worth it, eh? Aye. Uh, 100%. That's cost, man. 100%. Yes. Thank you very much, mate. No worries, kid. No worries, mate.